in today's episode. You know, (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why I'm laughing. I don't know either. We were realizing that this is probably the end of the year episode. Yeah, I'm thinking Christmas, holidays, Hanukkah, all the things. Festivus. Festivus for the rest of us. I knew that was coming. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All in today's episode. We're really going to talk about specifically inappropriate Christmas songs. Ooh. There are a number. I there, bet there are. There are lots and lots. Okay. And didn't you want to do a Utah trip wrap up? Didn't you want to do that? You were going to talk I about that was next week. Oh. I thought we're just doing Christmas songs today. Well, we'll see how much time we have. Okay. Next week. What planet are you on? Next time. (laughs) Next time. Have you seen our recording schedule lately? (laughs) Is there a next week that I don't know about? next time. (laughs) Next time. Okay, I can get behind that. Okay. All right, let's take a quick break and get into some inappropriate Christmas music. Be right back. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T R Y L I F E M D.com. Hey, everybody, welcome to Latter day Lesbian, a podcast about an ex Mormon gay girl just trying to figure out her life. My name's Mary. My name is Shelly. Yeah, you know, we are for the first time in our new studio. How many times have we moved studios? Oh, God. Like five, six. I don't even know. Well, we started at the place on Quinn Terrace. Mm-hmm. We, that's when we started recording. Yeah. And then we went to Laurel Ridge. Sure. And then we— Oh, Prosperity Flats was in there. Remember oh, we, God. One. So we Prosperity, had another you're studio. right. Laurel Ridge. No. <laughs> Backing it up. Okay. Quinn Terrace, uh-huh. Prosperity Flats, Laurel Ridge, uh-huh. Hollis, Hollis Lane, Lane, Closet of, of Here— Oh, in Alexandria. That's in Alexandria. Right. No, this, is a, this isn't a closet. This is No, a- before. We did it in the closet in your other apartment. Oh, right, 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 right. Okay. That's six. That's six. Well, hopefully this one will be a permanent fixture, at least for a while. So this yeah. is, we're actually in um, a room that's not a closet. It's a little bit bigger. It's a, it's a den. It's considered a den. Mm, like uh-huh. Daniel and the lion's den? Mm. Dan from Extension Audio. Daniel <laughs> from Extension Audio. Uh-huh. Okay. I won't call you Daniel. 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 <laughs> Daniel in the Lion's Den is another one of those bullshit, stupid stories, by the way. Yeah. Yeah. Because he refused to, like, bow down to the king or some shit. Yes, they, they threw him in a lion's den, and the lions just, like, hung I'm out with him hungry. and shit. Yeah. I ate a gazelle earlier. I'm good. Is that <laughs> uh-huh. what happened? Yeah. Yeah. Who the fuck knows? I don't know. Like, like any of it ever fucking happened. Yeah. It's like, well, we have to reward. See, God smiled on him because he didn't abandon his faith in the Lord. So the lion didn't eat him. Let's There's think, a lesson let's, to be learned let's here. Analyze that for a hot second. Okay. So <laughs> sidetrack. Total sidetrack. Quick we'll make sidebar. it Christmassy. So it's snowing out. <laughs> 
and bells are ringing in Jerusalem, and, and, or in Jerusalem whatever it is, and God's asking this guy Daniel like to deny God. Right? It's typically how it goes down. Yeah. Well, he was just like bow down to me, and he's like, no, I only worship Jesus. Or no, I guess Jesus wasn't around yet. I only worship the Hebrew God, right? Elohim. Sure. Elohim. <laughs> Um, so my question is this. Hmm. I'm assuming that Daniel has possibly a wife, maybe kids, probably friends. And so you are asking God, God, I'm talking to you. You are asking this person to have enough faith that you will save him mm-hmm. from being eaten by the kitty cats. But all he has to do is say, no, I only worship you, God. Mm-hmm. Can we say narcissism at its finest? Well, also, the lesson is always worship your God. Don't put any idols before God or something. Yeah. Right? Right. But what if you do all the things and you still aren't blessed? Oh, I know. There's a story of, um, I want to say, Abinadi, real person in the Book of Mormon, fake person, (laughs) real real made-up name. (laughs) And he ends up being like burnt at the stake because he wouldn't— like deny his God or some shit. So his God or the the God? The God. Oh, uh, well, Book of Mormon. Yeah, I know. Uh, the you point can't is, take that seriously. The point is you can like do what God says in quotations, but you might still get burned up in the fucking fire. You still might be fucked? Yeah. It's a roll of the dice. Yeah, I love when you have that parent that you just can't trust completely. Because <laughs> they're going to just like— Let you burn. I don't know. Are they in a good mood today? Yeah. You know, is today a good day for that parent? You never, you or never are they going to take their shit out on, on me anyway? Yeah, they just roll the dice like, today Daniel survives, Abinadi dies. Sorry, boys. What about Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego? Well, they didn't burn. They didn't either? I don't, I don't remember. So. I just no, like they saying like, those walked names. out of the fire and shit. It's so dumb. Through the fire. Okay, Shaka Khan. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, that's not the type of music we're going to be singing today. Nope. We're, we're singing? Well, we might sing a lyric or two. Okay. It just, you can't help yourself. I have lyrics written down. Yeah, if Mary sees a lyric, it's going to get sang. If I, if I know the <laughs> tune, I might jump into it. All right, let's just, speaking of jumping, jump right into inappropriate Christmas songs. You know, I put on, oh, by the way, if anybody has an Alexa device, you can, this a is what? an Alexa. Oh, 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 gotcha. This is not a promotion for Alexa, mm. by the way. Nothing they're, against Alexa. They're not a sponsor. Right. <laughs> but you can say, Alexa, play I Heart Christmas, mm-hmm. which is what I did okay. the other day. And I listened to Christmas music while I was putting up a fake Christmas tree in my mm. apartment here. Got it. And I was starting to really listen to some of the lyrics of some of the songs. I mean, some are really obvious. We're going to go through some that are people already know about. But then you get to start thinking about some of these other songs. You're just like, what? Maybe it was because they were written so long ago. That's the other thing. It's like we're listening to this Christmas music over and over and over on repeat. And I cannot tell the difference between Andy Williams, Perry, what was his name? Perry Como, Como, um, Mel Torme, like, they all sound the same to me. Well, they all did that dumb, stylized singing. I have an issue with old things. <laughs> you, I know you do. <laughs> she barely will date me, everybody. It's it's, <laughs> a, it's a decision I need to make every morning when I wake oh, up and she's taking the curlers out of her hair. Oh, okay. Putting her dentures back in. <laughs> 
that's funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's such an accurate picture of me. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not that old, Jelly. The, I won't say the issue. <laughs> the reason you are old acting is because when you were young, your parents were hella old, especially your dad. Mm-hmm. So you were surrounded by oldness. These songs, though, have been played for decades. No, I know, I know, I know. I was decades. talking about you, not the songs. But yes, correct. Okay. Let's Domino just, just bring a bone in here. Probably. Did he? Well, if, listeners, if you hear bone, it's Domino. Say hi. Yeah. Dan's pretty good about getting that stuff out. Mm-hmm. All right. Jumping in. Probably the most inappropriate Christmas song ever is Baby, It's Cold Outside. Yeah. Yeah, it's the date rape song. Yeah. Oh, this one lyric is funny. Baby, it's bad out there. Say what's in this drink. No cabs to be had out there. Say what's in this drink. What, did he roofie her? That's the thing. He's like, oh, it's bad out there. And the girl's like, wait, what's in this drink? <laughs> oh, let's just ignore that. Like, what Yeah, you can't fuck? get a cab at this hour. Yeah. <laughs> you might as well stay. Like, what's in this drink? Wow. Yeah. If you have to question what is in your cocktail, run away. Mm-hmm. Run away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Danger, da- stranger danger? No. Stranger, um, Not so stranger danger. Date rape. <laughs> yeah. Just, just, just say it. Date Let's rape. Let's just say what it is. I remember last year or the year before something I posted on Facebook about it being a, a way rapey song. And people, not all people, but a lot of people were pissed. Like, oh, it's just a, a fun you know, back and forth. Boys will be boys. Yeah, like how was how is what's in this drink and you ignoring that you are asked that question and going on with oh stay here to stay. Like how was that a fun conversation between a man and a woman? Yeah, she sounds terrified. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least she's got a lot of doubts about the way the evening's headed. Yeah, yeah she's but basically she stays, saying, right? I gotta go. He's like, no, you don't. Right. Okay, let's move on to. Yeah, everyone knows that. Yeah, yeah. Let's move on to Rudolph. Okay. Rudolph is one of those things you don't really think about being inappropriate. Right. But if you really think about the lyrics and also the stop motion animation special. Oh, yeah. You know, the whole story is Rudolph is a misfit, mm-hmm. right? He doesn't fit in and he's bullied by all the other reindeer. Yeah, they used to laugh and call him names. They sure did. Mm-hmm. Until suddenly Santa realizes he's got this uh, red nose that glows. And mm-hmm. he's, he becomes useful. I want to know, why didn't Santa step in when they were first picking on See? him? See? Right? Yeah, because Santa's an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> well, he represents God. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, which brings me to another song in a minute. But yeah, suddenly he becomes useful and is accepted by the entire herd mm-hmm. at that point. So if if Rudolph never became useful, whatever, right. like, his, like his nose never glowed, yeah, he'd always be an outcast. Yeah, and they'd always make fun of him, and that would just be the end of the story. <laughs> right, it would. There'd be no uh, silver bell yeah. lining to Sucks. that story. <laughs> Sucks to be you, Rudolph. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Walking in a winter wonderland. Do you know what I'm about to say on I this one? I think so. Go ahead. Frolic and play the Eskimo way, shall we? Oh, God. We can't. Guys, come on. (laughs) That's cultural appropriation. Like, you're making assumption that some other culture, all they do is frolic and play. Yeah, that's kind of the least of the song's worries, if you think about it. I mean, don't act like you know what an entire culture is all about. Right. Just don't do that. Right. Bad idea. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Next, similarly... Uh, the Christmas song, Chestnuts Roasting in an Open Fire, mm. or On an Open Fire. On. Folks dressed up like Eskimos. I tell you, Everybody we, really, knows. we really had it out for those Eskimos. <laughs> right? Like, God. what the fuck? 
I know. Stop singing about Eskimos, <laughs> for God's sake. Don't assume that Eskimos, like, own all Christmas time behaviors. Like, <laughs> the fuck? Terrible. My cousin, who lived in Canada, went to this camp one time. It was a summer camp or something in Ohio, something like that. Mm-hmm. And she said she lived in Canada, and this kid is like, oh, do you live in an igloo? Oh, my God. <laughs> Although, when— me and my family, my family and I, whatever, moved from Alabama to New Mexico. I was under the impression that it was like just sand everywhere and camels and shit. Camels? <laughs> yeah, I was pumped. I mean, I was excited. And then when we got there and it was like a regular ass town. And then my dad was going to go to the grocery store before we got to our new house. And I wanted to go with him because I wanted to see what a Mexican looked like. Oh, God. <laughs> Wow. Jesus Christ. <laughs> You're part of the problem, Shelley. Was. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Moving on to it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. Mm-hmm. You know what's wrong with uh, this song, Shelley? Um, I'm not sure. All right. Let me let me read this lyric to okay. you. No, a, sing it. A pair of hop-along boots and a pistol that shoots is the wish of Barney and Ben. Dolls that'll talk and we'll go for a walk is the hope of Janice and Jen. What's the problem here, I would have loved to have the pistol. (laughs) So it reinforces gender stereotypes for the win. Dolls for the weak little girls and (laughs) guns for the boys. Shoot shit. And hop-along boots. The fuck are hop-along boots? Oh, is that what that is? Well, I'm just making horse sounds. Hop along, Cassidy. I don't know. It's Yeah, it's probably cowboy boots. Don't you think? Mary just showed her age again. <laughs> hop along boots. I bet I some of her know. friends in fourth just... grade got hop along boots for Christmas. <laughs> no, I'm using the context clues to All piece right. this together. Mm-hmm. Listeners, help me out here. <laughs> okay, so super gender um, lyrics. Gender stereotypes, got yes. It. Okay, Frosty the Snowman. You know what the problem is here? In my opinion— it's my opinion. Mm-hmm. We have a grown-ass man, not a boy, not a Frosty the Snow boy, mm-hmm. who's playing with children. Your parents are entrusting you to, like, your kids to be babysat by this weird grown man, snowman, and then he's just going to melt and die. He's going <laughs> to die. And your kids are well, going to be traumatized. he's not unsafe anymore. But he's, your kids are going to be traumatized while their friend, who's this weird snowman, Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And he's going to die and then— In a puddle. In a pu- That's so traumatizing. Like the Witch of the West. <laughs> right. Okay. I saw Mommy kissing Santa Claus. That's just all sorts of fucked up. It's also traumatizing to yeah. children. Because, well, yeah. okay, you're watching your mother kiss Santa. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the idea is that it's dad. Dad's dressed up as Santa. Sure. And mom's kissing dad. Right. And I didn't actually get that until I was way older. Oh, what did you think? That she was kissing on Santa Claus. Oh, really? Yes, because when you believe in Santa Claus, it's not going to be your dad. Well, exactly. It's the actual Santa Claus that your mom's kissing. Adultery! Well, not only that, it's traumatizing to your kid. So you either have to fess up and say, oh, sorry, little Timmy or whoever, little Janie. I don't know why I'm coming up with these names. because names. Old, Timmy and Janie. Timmy and Janie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus. Put down your little hop-along boots. <laughs> <laughs> Mommy wasn't kissing actual Santa Claus. Mommy was kissing Daddy dressed up as Santa Claus. Mommy, why was Daddy dressed up as Santa Claus? Where's Santa? Is Santa not Santa's real? fucking fake. See, you either have to say Santa's not real or you have to admit to the affair. What yeah. do you do? There's, there's you no traumatize your kids. You traumatize your kids. Well, here's what you do. Hmm. You sing a song about it. <laughs> is that what you do? That's what you do. Uh-huh. Uh, and then this is a weird line that a kid is singing. Oh, what a laugh it would have been 
if daddy had only seen, I think it's supposed to bean and seen, maybe a rhyme. They always make bin and seen rhyme, uh-huh. but they don't. Anyway. If daddy had only seen mommy kissing Santa Claus last night, what a laugh it would be. That's so funny. You know, funny. when I see my parents <laughs> engaged in adultery, it's just. <laughs> it's funny. It's a knee slapper. <laughs> Hilarious. That is a little weird. I forgot about that section of the song. Isn't it weird? Mm -hmm. Okay. Most wonderful time of the year. It's It's the the most most wonderful wonderful time of the year. Yeah. It's forced happiness, Shelly. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) Much jingle belling and everyone telling you be of good cheer. Damn it. You better be you a better, good cheer. Don't be sad. Mm-mm. Don't be sad. It's Christmas, for fuck's sake. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. It's Christmas. That's right. Paint that smile on. That's right. Turn that frown upside down. It's Christmas. <laughs> right? <laughs> That's Don't exactly be sad. Right. It's the most wonderful time of the year. It is. Bitches. Yeah. All right. This is a little bit of a stretch, but I thought it was really funny when I heard it the other day. Okay. We wish you a Merry Christmas. You know okay. what's wrong with this song? <laughs> it's um. rude threatening behavior by a bunch of hungry carolers. <laughs> Just wait, wait for Please it. Please explain. Um, oh, bring us some figgy pudding. Oh, gotcha. Oh, bring okay. us some figgy pudding. Bring us some figgy pudding. And bring it right here. We won't go until we get some. We won't go until we get some. We won't go until we get some. So bring it right here. Yeah, that is aggressive. Yeah. I don't think that's a stretch at all. Yeah. That's like, blackmail. It is. Wow. We're going to camp out. We're hungry we're gonna killers. We're going to trespass right here, <laughs> here on are. your porch. Yeah, we're not leaving until you feed us figgy, figgy pudding. pudding. And we don't know what the fuck that is anyway. How am I going to make it? I don't know. I think I'd rather have wassail. You know, here we come a wassailing. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Or would you rather have um, cider and pumpkin pie? <laughs> That's later <laughs> in, the, in the show. Oh, okay. Sorry. Carry on. <laughs> All right. Seriously, Eartha Kitt and Madonna, Santa baby. Seriously. It's, it's so I'm a whore, buy me shit. Yeah. Materialistic. Yeah. Um, yeah, give me a fucking diamond ring and some right. minx or whatever she wants. Sable. Right. Put a sable, sable under she the wants tree. a house, a deed to a house. Yeah. I mean, I'd take that. I mean, like, oh, it's a fun, cutesy song. Sure. If However. You want to seduce Santa. And, yeah. And you Santa wanna, baby. Yeah. I don't know. I've never liked that song, if I'm being honest. <laughs> well, you just wouldn't throw yourself at Santa. No, he's kind of gross. Maybe Mrs. And Claus. Is she a lesb- Well, she's kind of older. <laughs> Oh, really? Like older than you, even. <laughs> oh, okay. And plus, she likes to knit and do we shit. Think not my she jam. Wants to do, we don't know. Maybe she's cool and slutty. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea what she's like. <laughs> that changed my entire view of Christmas. Thank you very much. Yeah, cool, slutty Mrs. Claus. <laughs> Mrs. Claus. <laughs> well, you know, Santa's out doing his thing. I mean, he's out there kissing the moms, right? So Mrs. Claus should get some. She's what I'm does. saying. Mm-hmm. Okay. Grandma got run over by a reindeer. I right? just... Well, here's the thing. She's poor, drunk grandma. Like, she's had too much eggnog at a party or whatever. Uh-huh. Seriously. She forgot to take her meds. That is in the song. She forgot to take her medication. <laughs> and she, like, has a hoof print on her forehead from being run over by a, a reindeer. Um, the reindeer. Dear God. Yeah. Oh, and this is a great lyric. It's not Christmas without grandma. All the family's dressed in black. Jeez. And we just can't help but wonder, should we open up her gifts or send them back? <laughs> what the fuck, man? Oh, Grandma, I'm Poor sorry. Grandma. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, do you hear what I hear? Mm. It's a blatant disregard for the hearing and later seeing impaired when they yeah. say, do you see, you see what, what I see? Yeah. 
There's no, do you smell what I smell? Do you smell what I smell? Like manger smells? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cow shit. Cow shit. Yep. And who are the people hearing all this? Is it like a shepherd boy? It's like a shepherd boy. Yeah, the shepherd boy. They're just kind of like hanging around the stable. Again, shepherd boy. Oh, for sure. Girls for sure. don't do shit, well, by like the way, boy. at Christmas time. No I know, drummer girl. boy. No, it's the, the only thing a girl does for Christmas is Mary gets knocked up by God. Mm-hmm. In an adulterous situation, pedophilia situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, is forced to um, give birth to the newborn king. Probably rejected at the end because, you know, like Jesus was a bastard. Oh, I just said that. Jesus was a bastard. Well, yeah. Maybe born out of wedlock, you know? And so they had to go to the stable because they weren't fit to be in the inn with nope. the respectable folk. Nope. It's scandalous if you think about it. Truly. It's like a Lifetime movie. And that's how— <laughs> The Jesus <It> story. <laughs> the Jesus story is a Lifetime <laughs> it movie. It really is. Huh, we should make it into one. Oh, Jingle Bell Rock. It's animal abuse, right? Here's the lyric. Giddy up, jingle horse, pick up your feet. Oh, let's go. Let's go, jingle horse. <laughs> Entertain us. <laughs> Mary's stretching this shit out so much. I fucking love it. Isn't that funny? <laughs> oh, White Christmas. Is it just about wanting it to snow? Is or is it, it about the white and delights in Christmas? <laughs> Which leads us to Motab. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> okay, so we've talked about Sleigh Ride a million times. We're not going to play that clip this year. Mm-hmm. If you want to hear that funny clip Check about, the last two Christmas episodes. I know. Yeah. The coffee and the pumpkin pie or the cider and the pumpkin pie, according <laughs> to Motab. We can't even say the word coffee. Yeah, can't even say it. Um, oh, also, you were saying that Joy to the World, Heaven and Nature Sing, what did they change it to? Yeah, the Mormons switch it up to uh, Saints and Angels Sing. Mm, we got to okay. throw Saints in there because we are the Latter-day Saints. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we'll be singing with the angels. Uh-huh. This reminds me of something else that Christians have done with Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. Mm. I think it's um, through the years we all will be together, maybe. If the fates allow. If the fates allow. allow. That's yes. the original. If the fates allow. Oh, what and, the Christians do. If the Lord allows, oh, that's what the Christians <laughs> change. There's it no to. fate. It's <laughs> no, no, because no. the Lord is in charge. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Lord's Lord. in charge. He's moving those chess pieces around on a board up in heaven somewhere. Yeah. So basically, it's like, well, we'll be together unless you know God wants to kill one of us off. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, God. That basically is what that's saying. <laughs> What a fucker he is. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> you know, to wrap this section up, I was going to talk about all the gay mentions mm, in Christmas songs. Lots of gay going on in Christmas songs. Yeah, lots of them. gay mentions. Um, have yourself a merry little Christmas. Again, make the Yuletide gay. I think the Yuletide should be gay. Right? Always. Um, or the most wonderful time of the year. Again. Did we talk about that one already? Yeah, we haven't we did. talked about gayness yet. Oh, just holiday, holiday greetings and gay happy meetings. I love a gay meeting. When friends come to call. <laughs> gay happy meetings. Mm-hmm. Oh, Carol of the Bells. Gaily they ring while people sing songs of good cheer. Christmas is here. Gaily. Gaily. Mm-hmm. Gaily. That's not really an adverb I use very often. I'm going to start. Yeah, it's you want to bring uh, that back? my 2023 uh, goal. Your New Year resolution? Mm-hmm. Okay, bring back gaily. Mm-hmm. Uh, deck the halls. Don, we now are gay apparel. It's like putting on gay clothes. This is so <laughs> great. 
Just so fucking. This so is like what a Christmas flannel. songs. Should, yeah, flannel. Flannel. Maybe some Doc Martens. Oh hell yeah, <laughs> cargo <laughs> pants. Cargo pants. <laughs> and then we go Depot. to Home Depot. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I found this interesting little tidbit in 2013. The Hallmark Company came under fire for removing the word "gay" from one of its Christmas ornaments. No shit. <laughs> yeah. So it was <laughs> like a tiny sweater on an ornament. Okay. And the sweater. Uh, had the expression, Don, we now are fun apparel. That is not the song. You can't just yeah. change coffee to cider. Those fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> but why didn't they change the word Don while they're at it? Don, Don, our apparel. Who well, says that? You would, but most of the world <laughs> wouldn't say Don, we now. I wouldn't say that. Instead of let's get dressed. I think you have said something about I'm going to Don my shoes. No, I have never said that. Don my underwear. Who's Dawn? I, I don't mean, know. Come Why on. is she dressing you? Is my it's D O N. I know. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> all right. That's all I've got in this segment for um, inappropriate Christmas songs. Gotta love some inappropriate Christmas. For sure. I guess we should take a little break. Yep. You wanna talk about Utah? Sure. Okay. Well, let's do it. We'll be right back. We are back. Here we are. We are. So. You went to Utah a little bit ago. Your mom had a doctor's appointment you wanted to take her to. Yes, and I I hadn't been out there for a while. So I wanted to get out there and see him. I knew that my mom's health uh, was declining because my uh, brother, Mark, had been out there a few times. And, you know, you can't really talk to her on the phone. Yeah, they were actually throwing around hospice for her, which when you went out there and you were describing your time with her, it seemed like that's not yet the case. Right. It well, seems like you're a ways away from hospice. Well, it, and this is the thing. It depends. But let me let me back up. This might mm-hmm. take two episodes, but let me let me start from from go. Okay. Once upon a time. Uh-huh. Just kidding. Okay, so <laughs> I flew in uh to the Salt Lake Airport. Wow, you are really going back. I'm actually going to go back. <laughs> I flew into the Detroit Airport. You got the right airport this time. I did. I did. I was very happy about that. Mm-hmm. I had a layover there of like 15 minutes. Not a good thing. So they dumped me off on gate A1, and I needed to get to gate A78. Um, And so I thought, well, I can walk this. So I started walking, and then I started jogging, and then I realized after five minutes of jogging, and I'm not in shape right now at all, carrying luggage, I'm like at gate A26 or some shit. So now I'm panicking because I can hear them all the way down the hall saying, last call for boarding to Salt Lake City. I'm like, fuck. (laughs) So... I run to some other gate and say, hey, can you call ahead to gate 78, blah, blah, blah. Like, yeah, why don't you take the tram? I didn't know there was a tram. Oh, shit. I didn't see the tram. So I ran upstairs to the tram, and yeah, they got me there. But I was still late. I'm like hauling ass through all the chairs and shit to get there. And there were like two agents staying there. And one's like, it's okay. You don't have to run. The other one goes, you better hurry. (laughs) (laughs) Getting mixed messages I know. It was funny. So there's nothing more fun than getting on a plane that they have held up for you Mm. and having to walk down the aisle with your luggage hitting people on the head as you're walking. (laughs) Um, And they know, the, the people there know that it's your fault. Uh-huh. That they're running late. Yeah. What do you you just were carrying your luggage in your arms? Is that why you were well, hitting people in the head? Well, I had a backpack and I had two backpacks. I see. And I had the bigger one slung over only one shoulder, oh which isn't good because then it's like heavy on the right side with a big um neck pillow on it. 
And so that was hitting people in the face? Yeah. Wow, you sound like a good time on an airplane. <laughs> Such a good time. How many airplane neck pillows do you own at this point? <laughs> so this is a, a It's like a running sli- joke between it's a, us. Um, it used to be a cause for contention. Now it's just a running joke. Mary's yeah. given in trying to make me stop this. But I always, 99% of the time, forget to bring my airplane pillow when mm-hmm. I travel. Mm-hmm. And I get to the airport and I'm like, fuck. And so I buy another airplane pillow. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I probably have at least 20 in my closet. You think? Yeah. That many? Shit. 15 minimum. I mean, I have taken several. I use them like to read and stuff in bed. I put them under my, mm-hmm. uh, behind my neck and I have them like at all of our Airbnbs and everywhere. Mm-hmm. I've got one everywhere. Yeah. For every place. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> that I inherited from Shelly. Yes, but I did remember this time. Oh. Yeah. Look at you go. I know. Thank you. Wow. Anywho, so we land in Salt Lake. I don't know if those of you know this who are kind of newer listeners, um, but back in the day, Mary created a ringtone. Mm-hmm. Can they still download that? Yeah, 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 like yeah. patrons can? Um, anyone you, can download it. If you're anyone at all, you can download <laughs> this. Well, why don't you just tell it what it is, and then I'll say the link to get there. Well, I want you to sing it. It's the fucked up Mormon call of the day. So it's just call of the day instead of phrase. So We've talked about the ringtone before. I know. It's been a while. But it's so great. And that is my dad's ringtone. I think you can just go to latterdaylesbian.org slash ringtones. Okay, go find it. I think that's what that is. Anyway, it's phenomenal. So every time your dad calls. Which is a lot. It's at least once a day. Oh, but when I was in Utah, it was probably every 30 minutes average. (laughs) Like, like psycho. And so kept, it's the second we land. Right? And, I, uh-huh. and, you know, we pull into the— Oh, there's clean and explicit versions on that link, by the way. Oh, what's the not fucked? It's the effed up. Oh, yeah, okay. It's either effed up or fucked up. I chose—I went with fucked up. Yeah, just put it right um, up there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My ringer was on super loud. I didn't realize it. And, of course, <laughs> my dad calls, and it blasts. <laughs> Where it were loud. you? I was on the airplane. <laughs> but it was quiet on the airplane because we were, we were like— We had taxied up to the gate thing, and we're just waiting for them to open the door. Anyways, I had to laugh to myself because I didn't really care. Um, and I'm sure there were Mormons there, but I, I did turn my finger down a bit. So the drive. Mm-hmm. Did the I drive? Take an Uber? It did doesn't you, matter. Didn't you rent a car or no? I did, but it was an Orem. Doesn't matter. Okay. So the drive back, my dad just starts calling. He can't not call. Mm. Um, he's got dementia, but he also has OCD for sure. Mm-hmm. 100%. I'm, I'm, this is not me like making fun of an OCD issue, but it's so fucking annoying with my dad. Because I don't think he calls because he forgets to call. Maybe some of it. I don't think he calls because he thinks he has important things to say. I don't know. But it's like he gets this urge to call and he can't not call. Yeah, I know. Too bad he can't just channel that OCD energy to someplace else, something else. Like cleaning. Like yeah, just clean well, no, your, he does. He does I that see him too. picking up little pieces of lint off my mom's carpet. Oh, wow. He's fastidious. He is. He is. <laughs> and again, like— Old person word. I don't even know what that meant. Um, <laughs> but again, not making fun of anyone who suffers from OCD. I'm just explaining how it is for me dealing with my dad with the OCD. Well, it's, I have to say, you know, you're venting about it now. But on the phone with him, you are so patient. Thank you. Because it's literally the same conversation every time he calls you. Yeah. Whether it's daily or multiple times a day. And it I know it's going to be. the exact and I same answer. conversation. Yeah. I didn't have that sort of patience with my mother. Quick sidebar, my mother would tell me the same story more than once. I would just help her with filling in the details in, a, in an engaging, interactive way. Sure, I bet she appreciated that. Well, she didn't at all. I'd be like, <laughs> she'd start telling the story. I was like, oh, yeah, that's the story where you left your, I don't know, purse or whatever in Pat's car. 
whatever happened with that, right? I was trying mm-hmm. to be engaging. And she'd say, well, you could at least pretend you'd never heard it before. <laughs> oh my God. So much for making conversation. Yeah, so much. Just but gotta... you're really good about pretending you've never heard it before. Thank you. You really are. I mean, I under as much as annoying as it is, I understand that he can't control it. Uh-huh. And it doesn't do any good to get angry at him. Doesn't do any good to point it out because he just uh, won't no. remember and, the next and I, time. And I feel like he probably doesn't realize how bad his dementia is, because I think that. I don't know. Oh, probably but, not. Yeah, because that's part of dementia is you don't know that you're dealing with it. Possibly so not. So why would know. I want to sort of shame him and remind him of him getting old and having dementia? Like that's— Oh, yeah, yeah, it, yeah. Right? So I just no, go you're good. You're, you're very patient. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So— You're ooh. patient with older people as you are with your children. You're a very patient person. <laughs> Thank you. Uh-huh. Maybe I'm just too lazy to actually fucking say anything. Maybe you're it. not really listening. That could be—well, you know when to <laughs> stop listening. Like when my dad calls, I just tune out. I know— when he pauses, I say, oh, yeah, dad thinks that's awesome. Like, I, I get it. <laughs> anyway, as I'm driving toward Orem, my dad starts calling. And, of course, he's asking me what time I'm going to be there for the 12th time. And I just remind him and, and everything. But the best, best slash worst part is he kept saying, well, now, do you know where to park? And, you know, I've been there a bunch of times. And oh, I'm like, oh, forget? yeah, yeah, dad, there's a, there's a parking lot there. Well, you can't park in the, I'm using dad voice. <laughs> well, you can't park in the parking lot because it's only for residents. And then I'm thinking, how many of those residents actually drive? Yeah, you don't want them to be driving probably. No. You certainly don't want your parents driving. Oh, God, no, they haven't driven in forever. And so he was telling me, oh, you need to, you need to park at Maggleby's and just walk across the street. I'm like, okay, Dad, I'll, I'll go out there and wait for you, show you to where to park. I'm like, Dad, it's snowing. I'm like, no, Dad, Dad, you don't need to. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'll help you get across the street. I'm like, Dad, I know how to cross a street. Mm. Like, I can do this. You can? I sure as shit can. <laughs> well, you know, I'll show you where the door is. I'm like, Dad, I know where the door is. Why don't you go inside and warm up? I know it's snowing. Go inside, warm up. I'll just call you as soon as I get there. Well, okay. Ten minutes later, well, so— Looks like there's parking on the street. Dad, go inside. <laughs> He's been outside the whole time? Yes. Why? Because he didn't think that his daughter knew how to drive or park or walk or find a door. You know, we're helpless women, little ladies. <laughs> Would he do the same for your brothers? No. Really? Yeah. Okay. He might call a few times, remind him where to park, but he's not going to make sure they can walk across a road. Like stand out in the parking lot. Right, you should compare snow. notes with your brother Mark to see if he's ever had that. Oh, I should from ask Dad. if he ever if he ever stands in the snow waiting for him to help him get across the street. <laughs> I doubt it. I sincerely doubt it. Oh my god. So as I'm getting closer and closer, he's literally calling every 10, 15 minutes, reminding me of where to be. Right. Mm-hmm. The last time he calls, I'm like, Dad, I'll be there in a minute. Just go inside. I know where to park. Yada yada. As I'm pulling up, I'm like, I don't even want to see him right now. I want to go spend time with my mom. Because when I'm with my mom and my dad, my dad really takes over the conversation. And and he's very— He speaks for her. He does. Granted, she can't really speak for herself right now, but he's always spoken for her. Right. And he's very down, like, well, your mom's arthritis and blah, 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 and Russia and Ukraine. And, I mean, it's always Mm -hmm. just something end-of-world shit. So I— parked around the side of the building, Mm -hmm. and I snuck in the side door so I wouldn't have to see my dad. Okay. Because I wanted some time with my mom. So I went in there, and I'm sitting there chatting with my mom, and, well, not really chatting. I'm just kind of saying hi to her and hugging her. She she wasn't being at all uh, conversational at all the first night I was there. Okay. And within a few minutes— I look out through the blinds, and there's my dad staring into her room. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Why didn't he just come in? Because he was trying to wait for me to in the snow to show me where to park and how to walk. <laughs> I got a great picture of that, by the way, too. We, need, we should probably make that the picture that goes with this episode. Oh, okay. Of my dad in the snow staring into a window. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God. Then I parted the blinds and saw my dad now just trying to call me over and over. Oh, okay. So he was on the phone. Trying to call me. Yeah. Was your fucked up Mormon call of the day ringtone happening? Oh, 100%. Absolutely. <laughs> this is why it's so funny to me. Did your mom flinch? No. However, finally I answered the phone. I'm like, oh, yeah, Dad, I'm inside. How'd you get in there? I'm like, oh, I just went inside the door. He was— he was. You couldn't believe it. No. You like, couldn't how? believe you got in there on your own. Yeah. Like, wow, how, what kind of a miracle? <laughs> That's a tender mercy. Mm, it's a tender mercy. Well, maybe you're a little more intelligent than he gives you credit for. Could be. Could you, you be. You figured out how to get into a building all on your own. Well, first I figured out how to park, where to park, and how to walk. Yeah. Oh, well, you're, doing a, you're doing a great job. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, despite my upbringing. Mm-hmm. Um, the first time I got any reaction out of my mom that first evening and that I was there was when I told her that I snuck in past dad. Oh, okay. And that he's standing out in the snow, not knowing where I am, but I snuck past him because I didn't want to deal with him. She smiled. I got a smile out of her. (laughs) There's something, some kind of connection between me and my mom making fun of my dad Mm -hmm. (laughs) that we kind of bond over. Yeah. And that always makes her smile, always lifts her spirits. And I know I can always bring that when I'm visiting. So now in my regular fashion, I'm going to back up. Oh, (laughs) Where are we going? Mary loves a good backup. I'm like, where? where is the story headed? It's headed wherever I take it, wherever <laughs> <Okay>. it lands. <laughs> okay. Listeners, just try to keep up. Uh-huh. Stay on board. We have to reverse now. Try to stay awake. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wake up. Wake up, everybody. Okay. So for some reason, this particular drive from Salt Lake to Orem, maybe because it wasn't dark out yet, I got in at like 2 o'clock, I was just having a lot of nostalgia, I guess. Just from seeing the landscape or something? Yeah, but uh, lots of lots of memories just coming through. And maybe it's because I'm not angry anymore, I think. Mm-hmm. I'm more like, like that was my story. That was my upbringing. I don't know. It's weird. I'm not angry. I just don't think I'm angry anymore. Well, good. I mean, I don't know. Be whatever you're going to yes, be. Yes. I mean, being angry like as you need to, it doesn't matter. moved through a lot of that. Yes. And that doesn't mean I'm better or I've improved. It doesn't mean a damn thing mm-hmm. except for, for me personally, I've moved through the anger. Does it feel better to not carry anger around? Yes. Having said that, other memories then started popping up. And it was weird because it was, um, God, I don't even know how to describe it. It's it's like there were a lot of not great memories in my marriage. It was mm. very difficult. Sure. At the same time, I always enjoyed Christmas time in Utah. Like snowy, and it felt like Christmas, and it smelled like Christmas, and you'd go see family and— so it was weird to have these good memories, mm-hmm. but also the bad memories at the same time. It was almost like it was more good memories because I wasn't angry anymore. Yeah. Either memory, good, bad, indifferent, they're all valid, right? But to have, I don't know, it's like the less angry memories. Does this make any sense? No, not really. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> the angry memories were not there. Okay, good. It was the good memories that were there. And then that kind of threw me off because typically back in Utah, I'm angry memories, right? Hmm. So it was this weird feeling of, I don't want to say visiting home because it wasn't quite like that, but it was visiting something familiar, but not in, yeah. a, not in, a, in an angry way that it was. It was just in a, this is my, my past feelings. Does Did that you make sense? Good feelings about it? 
sad? What were you feeling? I, I don't know. It wasn't good. Like, oh my gosh, I loved it here. And it wasn't sad. Like, like, oh, this sucked. It was, it was. Nostalgia. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But usually I think that we, when we talk about nostalgia, we talk about good feelings. It was like I was feeling the feelings of when I was there. You are good at that though. Am I? Yeah. For better or worse? When I think of old memories for the most part, unless it's of my father dying, I don't really picture it so vividly. I think mm. you just have a really vivid picture of a lot of things. I think so. It's probably trauma. It's probably a trauma 100%. response. 100%. Yeah. Trauma response. I'm I'm constantly having yeah. nightmares awake or asleep. You are. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. that's why I probably can remember finding my father dead is because it's a trauma response. Sure. And I, I, I remember it. can't make it go away. You know, I can't make it go away. It's imprinted yeah. on my brain. Yeah. So I think similarly, you just have these really visceral responses to memories because it's probably a lot of it is trauma. Sure. Like some of the things you've been through with some of the fun patriarchs in your life. Good times. Yeah. Good times. Yeah. We get into that more on Scandal Sessions. We do. In fact, the most recent Scandal Session, it's about family. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty um It's pretty in depth. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Saved it for scandals because yeah. I don't I don't want that out everywhere. Yeah, no, yeah. you really don't. Yeah. You don't. I'm wondering too if my drive was more nostalgic, whatever you want to call it, less angry, more feeling feelings that are not I wish there was a word for the feeling. I can't get that feeling into words. And I usually am good at describing feelings, but this is escaping me. It kind of felt like it wasn't that long ago, but it was. And the Christmassy feelings were there, but they were distant, but they weren't gone. when they used to be just gone. Is it conflicting because those memories were steeped in Mormonism for you? You know, for some reason that didn't cross my mind. Hmm. The Mormon aspect of it and I'm just talking about the drive there. Mm-hmm. I mean, some Mormon shit obviously seeped in on the visit, and we'll talk about it later. Maybe that's what it was. There was no Mormon shit involved in my feelings as I was driving because I wasn't thinking about the Motab. I wasn't thinking about anything Mormon-related, honestly. There was nothing. For that part of the trip. But yes. then didn't you do some sort of church service with your parents? Mm, yes, and we will get I to that. I know the church is true. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. that's what I contribute. That's what I would say. That's all I would know to say, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. which I don't think the church is true yeah, at all. Yeah, would be a lie. I know the church is fake. That would be what I would say. Yeah, they probably don't, wouldn't, wouldn't appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, I'd be kicked out. They'd shut down my mic. Yeah. I wonder, too, if my feelings were— the, what they were in knowing that my mom is so kind of near the end-ish. Mm-hmm. I mean, who knows? She could go on living for a long, long time, but she is mentally checked out. Yep. Um, and so maybe that was part of it. It was just so different. Huh. And I, I don't know. I wonder if you listeners have had a time where you've sort of worked through your trauma, and, and then when the anger is gone, like other things seep in that are not anger, but they're just— I mean, were they good feelings for you? Good memories or hard to describe? Yeah, it wasn't It wasn't necessarily specific memories, although I did remember back when we lived there, I would go horseback riding up in the mountains in the snow a lot, and I loved that. And that popped into my head because the mountains were covered in snow. And I'm sure you have a conflicting childhood and young adulthood because you, I'm sure, enjoyed many aspects of it. Absolutely. You had a lot of trauma and you were abused a lot. Yeah. So it's, it's got to be challenging. Yeah. You know, you're still working through your stuff. You may not feel angry right this minute or even most of the time, but yeah. I'm sure you're still processing. Oh, for sure. And so I mean, when you go back there, yeah. it's going to bring up a lot of things. We are definitely complex beings. Indeed. There's, there's no black and white. It's just a big mixture of a bunch of shit. Yeah. And then we 
peel it apart and feel different things and yeah i mean and i and i'm i'm here for it like really i'm along for the ride i feel like this as hard as things can be sometimes as traumatizing as things, it's it's who i am yeah these things make me who i am could i have done without some of the things hell yeah but it is what it is and so now moving through it and having other emotions come in, other feelings come in. Like, that's the human experience. It's kind of badass, if you think about it, that we have all that within us. Don't you wish, though, that some of the memories or some of the the events that were not so great that trigger memories today, don't you wish you could just be done with them? I just wish I could be done with them. Sure. Yeah. It's awful. Some of them are horrible to have. I'm not saying that like, oh, I'm I'm so glad that I was molested when I was eight. Let's think about that. No, fuck that. Absolutely mm-hmm. not. Matter of fact, I hadn't thought about that in a while. Thanks for bringing it up, Mary. Oh, God. Um, but just that we are capable, I guess, of experiencing so many things and moving through it and processing it and feeling the different emotions. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Maybe that's mm-hmm. just how I work is now I'm finally recognizing all the shit that I feel. Well, you're open to it. You have to be open to that experience because it's not always fun, you know? And it doesn't hit you all at once. And sometimes it can be like, oh, I didn't expect to feel this feeling right now about something completely unrelated. That will happen to me. Yeah. Yeah. You and I have difficulty over schedules and planning. We do. And I got to thinking about it, why I can be so rigid Mm -hmm. about schedule stuff mm-hmm. and knowing what the schedule is, knowing what the plan is, knowing what is expected of me and all that sort of thing mm-hmm. is because what was the most unexpected, horrible surprise ever in my entire life? Oh, finding my father dead. At age 12. Yeah, with no yeah, one in the house. No one in the house, no coping skills, no... Right. Yeah. And that was my main panic attack that I've ever had in my life was then. Yeah. Right. And that's why it's so vivid. And that's why I think I try to control the unexpected. I just don't like the unexpected. I like to know what's happening, Mm -hmm. what to expect. It's got to be related to that. It's got to be related to that. It might be. I'm trying to like mitigate that whole process Mm -hmm. and keep the surprises on the lowest (laughs) level. (laughs) Right. I can't handle it. Right. So we're all working through our shit, man, in different ways and, and affects us. In different ways. So that thing that happened when I was a kid still affects me to this day. Yeah, it affects your behavior. It affects how you take things in, mm-hmm. you know. It hurts your feelings in a way that I don't that I don't understand until you sort of understood it and explained it to me. It's not even as simple as it hurts my feelings. It sends me into a panic. Well, yeah, but a lot of it was being abandoned. Yeah, sure. You felt abandoned. And when, when we talked all that through and you were like, I f- feel abandoned— like, if you ditch me for something else. Yeah, like if you're, I feel, and I, you know, and we process that mm-hmm. and I realize, fuck, I don't, I know I'm not abandoning you, but your feelings are legit. Mm-hmm. They're real. They come from trauma. Like, I'm not going to argue that shit. Well, right. Yeah. There's no point in doing that. We have, right. your experience is yours and mine is mine. There's there's no right or wrong there. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. I know this stuff's complicated. Yeah. Is this how we really want to wrap up our Christmas <laughs> holiday episode? Merry Christmas. <laughs> happy holidays. If you don't celebrate Christmas, happy holidays <laughs> to you. <laughs> Actually, let me throw one more thing in there okay. um, to stop this section of, of the 
Christmas holiday because there's a lot more about sacrament meeting with my parents. And I mean, there's a lot in there. I'm just jammed into three days. Mm -hmm. One thing that I was able to enjoy Christmas related is, and I've said this before, I miss the Christmas songs. Whether they're bullshit or not, I just kind of miss them. The inappropriate Christmas songs? Do you miss those? Sure. No, because they were still played. It was, it was like the Jesus Christmas shit that I had to let go of. Because yeah. it was like, fuck that lie. Mm-hmm. Well, now that my boy David Archuleta has left the church and has come out of the closet as a full-blown gay, mm-hmm. I listened to his Christmas music. And I go. loved it. Because somehow I didn't feel like I was being coerced. Does that make sense? It does. Okay. I wonder if he would release an album like that now, though. Because didn't he release that album when he was still in the Mormon church? Probably. There's a recent one. Yeah? Yeah, I don't know exactly I'm not saying that that matters, but I'm just wondering if he would release something like that now. I don't know. For some reason, I appreciated that he's now gay and left the church, and I could listen to the Christmas shit. Well, the Christmas songs are pretty, like Oh Holy Night. It's a beautiful song, but I just don't buy it. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, I'm not about it. I don't know. It's... It's a pretty song. <laughs> Let's fake. change the lyrics. Yeah, I'm starting to think it's all fake. Yeah, sorry. Can't can't get behind that. Uh, well, okay. But happy holidays to yes. one and all. Yes. <laughs> we really know how to bring the Christmas cheer, don't we? Who's Shelley? excited for Christmas now? <laughs> we fucking crushed this episode. Yeah. Did we? <laughs> if you're oh feeling sad, I just want to sleep mm, through the, till the new year. Mm, we don't blame you. Our bad. Maybe we want to do that too, actually. <laughs> I <think> we do. <laughs> Fuck. I know. Well, maybe it'll be better after we do some uh, patron names. Oh, yeah. We should name them after uh, inappropriate Christmas songs. Perfect. Okay. Let's take a break and do that when we get back. Sounds good. Did you know that you're fucking awesome? (laughs) Yeah, you are. And your tea knows it, too. Well, the Your Fucking Awesome blend from Modest Mixed Teas tells you right on the package... And, you know, you feel fucking awesome when you drink this unique blend of yerba mate, hibiscus, cinnamon, peppermint, lemongrass, rose hips, orange peel, and holy basil. It's slightly tangy, slightly sweet, with subtle notes of fruit and spice. I mean, it's just fucking tasty. At Modest Mix, actual humans craft these amazing blends. They never use machines. These folks infuse love into every order, and it shows. So come on, head over to ModestMix.com and enter code LatterdayLesbian20 at checkout for 20% off your order. I love that so much. That's ModestMix.com. Enter code LatterdayLesbian20 for a fucking awesome deal on the Your Fucking Awesome blend from Modest Mix Teas. And happy fucking holidays. We are back for some patrons. Uh, Before we jump into patron names, just a little reminder about the Christmas letter, which will not be delivered in time for Christmas, but shortly, shortly after. You think? It's written. We got to do all the things. We got to print out some sort of card thing that you want to do. I'm just going to sneak over to my exes and print out the paper. Oh, yeah, and a picture. (laughs) We're trying to get a picture lined up, too. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't know all that's involved. How about, when do you think this episode will come out? Uh, probably in the next couple of weeks before Christmas, right before Christmas. So let's say anyone who joins by December 31st. At the $5, $5 and above, above level, level. Patreon or Supercast, you will get a Christmas letter. And can I just say, this letter is three pages Ooh. front and back. Whoa, Shelly. 
gosh, do you have carpal tunnel? Are you all right over there? A little bit. You might need to kiss them later. (laughs) Okay. Mm -hmm. One at a time. One Mm -hmm. at a time. So, yeah, it's a good one. And you remembered that um, our other listening platform is Supercast. I'm so proud of you. It's like a Christmas miracle. I usually call it Squad. Squadcast? It's Supercast. It's Supercast. It is a Christmas miracle. Thank you, baby Jesus. If you are interested in getting a three-page front and back Christmas letter from Shelly and whatever else we're throwing in the envelope. Picture, sticker, whatever we can find. Whatever we can find. Dog hair. Throw in there. Dog hair. I like it. (laughs) (laughs) You can join us at latterdaylesbian.org slash support. That's the one. Yeah, and join us at the $5 and above level mm-hmm. to get your Christmas letter. Okay. Yes. First patron. I've got the list here this week. I'm going to say him. Oh, you're going to say him. I wrote him down. Oh, okay. Okay. First patron is Becky B. B. I want to do this one. Oh, okay. Balls. Duh. <laughs> Christmas balls. Christmas balls. Becky balls. <laughs> Becky balls. You're welcome. To the walls. <laughs> Deck the halls. With Becky's balls. <laughs> Speaking of balls, next one is Rachel H. What does that have to do with balls? Hung. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> the hung stockings by the were chimney. hung by the chimney with care. This is, are these inappropriate Christmas songs? Well, yes, they are thanks, now. thanks, Rachel Hung. <laughs> they are now. So Becky's balls and Rachel is hung. Thank you. <laughs> well, I'll take the next one. Okay. Uh, Jody I. And funny story about Jody, we have been friends for, I think, 27 plus years. Mm-hmm. Actually, that was the last time we saw each other. It's probably about... I don't know, over 30 years, I'm guessing, we've wow. known each other. Uh, we've lost touch off and on, but we are back in touch. In fact, she and her husband just came for a visit. Shout out to Jody and Steve. Hi, Jody and Steve. Sorry I couldn't make the visit. Thanks for picking up the tab at oh, the restaurant. Oh, shit. I, now I wish I would have made the right? visit. God I know. It. There was such a lovely surprise there at the mm-hmm. end. Anyway, we got to give Jody a new name. And because it's inappropriate, I don't know, maybe the I could stand for Igloo. Because that's... Did you say Igloo? What did I, did, did I say it wrong? You said igloo. It's an igloo. I'm pretty sure they have igloos in Zion. Oh, my God. <laughs> I am pretty sure no one, no listener here says igloo. igloo. All right. Say I- this igloo. sentence. Eskimos I- live in igloos. Say it. I'm not saying that. Just That's say terrible. it. I want to see how you no, say it. No, it's terrible. No, I know it is, but we're going after the stupid oh songs. Oh, my God. Igloo coolers. Doesn't the igloo company make? Well, now you're saying igloo. You were saying igloo. I say something between igloo and ig- igloo. I can't even say it now. Jody Igloo, thank sorry. you. <laughs> sorry, Jody. We sorry, Mary and I just fought about, <laughs> about pronunciation for, <laughs> about your, for name. your fake name. <laughs> oh my God. Who's next? Chris. Chris W. W. Hmm. Wassel. I can do better than that. What? White. White and delightsome Christmas? Yes. <laughs> I'm dreaming of a white and delightsome Christmas. Yes. Chris, <laughs> white and delightsome Christmas that you're dreaming of. Chris Christmas. It's even better. Chris, white and delightsome Christmas. Thank you for your patronage. That's long. That's too long to get on a license <laughs> or a passport. <laughs> it might take two or three lines, but it we'll might, get it. It we'll might. It might. Okay. Who's the last patron? Lastly, Emily R. R. And, you know, if you have not heard your name, Yet we're back in June, kids. <laughs> we're catching we're up. We're backlogged. I don't know. Shelly likes to dole them out in these tiny little amounts. I said we could do more. The problem is, you're like, I can't think of enough Christmas names. Oh, it's my problem. Yes, I would do them all right now with Christmas names. Boom, 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 okay, boom. Give catch one. Up. Do you have one for Emily R? Reindeer. That's as in not Rudolph. inappropriate. <sighs> Just was the first thing that came to my head. <laughs> it's not word association. Okay, Emily. Oh, Rufy. Like. 
What's in this drink? Shit. Say what's in this drink. It's a roofie (laughs) brought to you by Emily Roofie. Emily Roofie. Oh my God. That's kind of horrible and funny and horrible. Sorry, Emily. It's like two horribles and one funny all at once. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) What a fucked up song. And sorry, Emily Roofie, but thank you. Thank you for your support. Thank you, everybody, for your support. We really, really appreciate it. One day we're going to get through that list. Gosh Mm -hmm. darn it. You Mm -hmm. know, it's funny because some people will drop off Patreon for various reasons and then come back six months or a year later or what have you. And we read them again and give them a new name. Is that fair? Are people trying to collect new names? <laughs> Is that what's happening? Do we need to like, keep a record? <laughs> I know. I'm terrible at like record Like the record keeping. in heaven. Keep the record of who's been in. And- record of a record? heaven? Your name. Oh, music. It's <laughs> 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 the fucked up Mormon phrase of the Okay, here's the problem is I don't know the exact name of it. Just go with record in heaven. Okay. Whatever. Record in, did we cue the music already? Yeah. Okay. Um, the fucked up Mormon phrase of the day today is record in heaven. Uh-huh. Or heaven's record. Heavenly record? Heavenly record. <laughs> now record sounds really weird. We've said it, it does. so many times. The more, the more you say it. Uh-huh. What do you think? Uh, well, is it like if you become baptized here? Mm-hmm. On this planet, you mm-hmm. are now entered, like maybe your name is entered into some sort of book, like heavenly book. Fine. She got it right. Is that it? Ding, 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 <laughs> ding. Yes. Well, it makes sense. But there's also the part of that where if you, and I don't know if this is actually taught, it was taught to me, that if you leave your church and have the, your records removed, they like your name is blotted out. Expunged? No, blotted. The word was blotted. <laughs> blotted. Oh, from the heavenly record book? Yeah. Did anyone else hear this growing up Mormon? Or is it, just, I'm sure it's not just me. Who else? What else have you guys heard about? Maybe like, that's why they need a lawyer to remove your name here on earth. Because I don't know how we're going to get up to heaven and, and block that shit. <laughs> that's right. They send Morse code up there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Or a fax. Probably a fax. They're really behind the times. Yeah. The, the Mormons. For sure. Oh, I just paused and looked up record in heaven LDS. It says, when a person has a testimony of the gospel and bears witness to others, that testimony is recorded in heaven and the angels rejoice. That's that so right? fucking dumb. <laughs> and, and then let's talk about how boring ass it is to be an angel. It's like you're sitting <laughs> through eternal fast and testimony meetings. Well, also, I still am flummoxed, old person word, old person word. by the fact that angels were humans. According to Mormons? Of course they were. Angels are humans who never got married or sealed to anyone. Now they're just angels. Oh, my God. They have to come up with reasons for, again, it's like, well, then, okay, then that seems like a better, more exalted thing to be than a human. No? Sure. So why would you get married? Wait, but there was the angel Moroni. Was he married? I don't fucking know. Like, again, we're arguing about fake shit. Mm -hmm. Yes, we are. Whatever. And on that, we're going to wish you a merry fucking fake Christmas. (laughs) Just kidding. That was a weird episode. It was a little weird. It kind of meandered. It did. I mean, don't they all? I guess Christmas is based on the birth of a savior, and I don't believe that's true, so... That make it Merry Fake Miss? Merry Fake Miss. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, we're, we're uh, really bringing people up. Sorry yeah. if we brought you down too much in this episode, everybody. I had a good time, though. If you're feeling down, you just sing those inappropriate Christmas songs <laughs> and cheer yourself right the fuck back up. 
<laughs> yeah, what was that one? It's the most wonderful time of the year. Don't be See? depressed. See? Yeah. Get the fuck out of bed. It's the most wonderful time of the year. <laughs> That's right. Got nothing to be sad about. That's right. Blow yourself up by your damn Christmas bootstraps. <laughs> Santa's boots. Wait, what were those boots? Boots are made for walking? No, the no. boots that little boys get for Christmas. Oh, hop along. Hop along <laughs> boots. Pull, your, pull yourself up by your hop along bootstraps. Boot <laughs> <laughs> and now we have come full circle. We really have. Let's thank Dan <laughs> from Extension Audio. Thanks for leaving it in, Dan. For another whole year. We yes. really appreciate you. We sure do. And we appreciate all of you listening. Thank you so much. Happy New Year. Mm-hmm. Merry holidays, all that stuff. Happy New Year to everyone listening. We'll talk to you in 2023. Wait. What? We still. Oh, have to steer clear of cults because they're no joke. No joke at all, <laughs> even in 2023. Yeah, going to start the new year right. All right, everybody. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.